0: Hi, I'm James Randy and you're listening to the BS Alert show.
1: Welcome to the BS Alert podcast. I'm your host, Pyle. And with me, as always, is Wise Girl. Hi. And Uber Bill.
2: Why, hello. uh, This is
1: episode number five.
2: We're just moving on up. We are moving
1: on up.
3: To the east east side. side. (laughs) (laughs) We're dating ourselves. Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I want to remind everybody you can visit us on the web at www.bsalert.com go now and our podcast will be available at podcasts.bsalert.com you can download the mp3s you can stream them right there and you can find us on iTunes if you do a search for B.S. Alert or you can find a link on the bsalert.com website that will pop up iTunes and help you subscribe and we certainly appreciate it and of course We encourage everybody to come hang out on the website, comment, become part of our community of critical thinkers. And speaking of critical thinking, that's what the theme of this show is today, is skepticism, critical thinking, paranormal, all that kind of stuff. Is it real? Is it bogus? (laughs) Guess which way we're (laughs) going to (laughs) slant. And we've got a very special guest with us. Very special. Um, James Randy will we'll be with us a little bit later on, and uh, he's going to talk about this topic as well as many others. And in the meantime, I think we're just going to jump right in, see what's been going on, and uh, see what we think about some stuff. Uh, let's see. Well, one of the first things that kind of weird paranormal thing that kind of struck us that we had to put up on the site
2: was uh, the situation going on in Georgia. Ah, uh, Georgia. They put the fun in fundamental extremism. Uh, that's my home state, actually. Uh, in Georgia, you may have read, the uh, they are experiencing an incredible drought, uh, record-breaking drought. I guess they keep records for such a thing. Uh, and so to solve this problem, the governor, Governor Sonny Perdue, who is a scientist of a sorts, he was a veterinarian by trade before he became a governor, uh, has... Convened various religious leaders he's invited people of, of many different denominations to come uh, for a prayer meeting and to solve this drought to to bring water back to the fair state They're of praying Georgia for rain. They yeah. are going to pray for rain hallelujah yes, and it's unfortunate that we exported all of the Cherokees from Georgia back in the nineteenth century or you know they could do a dance perhaps uh, and Ooh, just be involved and that whole process i i'm not it's unclear I, yeah it's a I,
1: shame yeah they, we, they, they got rid of all the indians because otherwise. they have
2: a specific or you know i don't mean to stereotype but it seems that they they were prepared for such a thing i, I don't know that you know the rabbi down at the temple is really ready to to pray for them right? well
1: we've obviously come full circle now you know we've advanced <laughs> so much that now we we're have going to, backwards <laughs> and i guess what happens if they pray and uh, it uh, doesn't rain are they going to start sacrificing creatures you know? i think goats yeah we have some start goats. With goats maybe
2: goats yeah that's a pretty good sacrificial creature you know not as insulting to your deities as say a chicken uh but not as messy as is your cows or people hmm. horses um, are good i'm thinking oh, horses are they, they good they
3: probably have some th- in georgia but Would they're
2: oh yes they do they're they're a little fuzzier cuddlier True. Go- goats are uh you can part with a goat
1: what what do the people in Georgia think about this? I mean, are they, you know,
2: I'm sure that there are there's you know, there's some that are probably shaking their heads and going, "Holy crap." Maybe they just um,
1: they just turn on their faucet if water comes out, they're like, "What drought?" Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, presumably, if you're if you're down with the whole praying to God for results thing, you have to be of the belief that uh God is okay with the drought. you know? yeah, I mean, this didn't God create plan. the drought?
1: I think the thing that's going to be the most insufferable about this whole thing is if it actually does rain. Oh, God help Which, us. You know, it, it's <laughs> going it to rain rains. sooner or later. Yeah, yeah it's going <laughs> to rain, happens. and it's going to be what?
2: A miracle. Oh, totally. Yeah. It'll be a miracle. Prayer's answered. <laughs> hallelujah, absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, they're just going to—the flocks will be—they'll be a flocking— uh when when rain comes pouring So yeah out.
1: this uh this the paranormal the supernatural is just it's everywhere we've been debating off the podcast whether we're just more tuned into it and we're noticing it more or whether it's always been going on that's something that we we don't know for sure but it sure seems like there's a lot more supernatural being kind of flaunted in the mainstream media
2: nowadays yeah
1: and uh Give you an example here's a here's something off cnn's website um uh, they had a an article about this old house and what to do if things are in your house <laughs> Critter in your house what to do and of course it it talks about a wild animal loose you know uh don't try to hurt a bird with a broom or a tennis racket it'll just panic and try to hide so they're you know giving Use you a some, shotgun like everyone yeah, they're just giving oh. you some advice uh you know. If, what to do if...
3: Uh, if there's a possum under your porch.
1: Yeah. Or, uh, what what to do... I mean, I don't understand getting critters out of your house, and then there's what happens if you accidentally take down a bearing wall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do not use a sledgehammer to dispose of mice.
1: You know, that would be a good trick to play on somebody. You get a little tape recorder of a kitten, and you just go up <laughs> in the attic, and you chuck it down the side into the walls somebody's house. There's a
2: kitten in Ew. the walls.
1: That would be bad, oh. <laughs> but uh, if you you scroll down on the article, and you know you know it's uh, what to do if you lit a fire but you didn't uh, open the damper, or uh, the painter left a window open while doing the exterior. Now there's dust inside, lead paint dust. Uh, is your is your painter still using lead paint? Uh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Only if he's I think Chinese. it's allowed for exterior paint. Oh okay. really? Just um, don't need it. But down here near the bottom, it says the house is haunted. Oh sweet crap. Because right, right there, along with accidentally taking down a bearing wall, or you know, uh, so
2: basically being a fucking idiot. Or
1: contractors <laughs> taking a lean out on your house. How to deal with that? There is, if the signs of haunting are auditory, first rule out animals by bringing in a pest control expert. <laughs> See crisis number one. <laughs> uh, are you an idiot? See crisis number two. Listen to this. Although ghosts seem scary, they won't harm you. <laughs> Says Stephen A. Schwartz, a research associate at the Cognitive Sciences Laboratory in Palo Alto, California.
2: Oh my! <laughs> Holy crap!
1: I like that research associate. Right. Not you know that's that's about the most official sound <laughs> wow. and "I have no credentials" kind of thing. That, that means you.
3: a grad student, right?
2: Para researcher. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: a <laughs> spokesman for the Parapsychological Association. Again, there's oh, another wow. weird.
2: Yeah. You know, holy crap.
1: He says, he says, they're entities that have become trapped in the home and they really just want help to move along. Light candles or incense. <laughs> Join hands. Pray. Meditate. The goal is to express your intention that the spirits
2: leave the building. This guy sense. has not been seeing the same movies that I've seen. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, incidents never worked against these guys. i bet
1: that's th- CNN. By the way, this is on CNN. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: I'll bet you that that whole that that institute is funded by the uh, by the incense lobby. Man, <laughs> it had deep pockets. Those yeah,
1: I Just,
3: big candle. This, this <laughs> is really starting to, starting
1: to bother me. The intermingling of the normal and the paranormal in such a way as that. It becomes indistinguishable. You know, yeah, you, know, you got a bird in your kitchen, <laughs> ghost in your bathroom.
3: <laughs> they're equally like, yeah, likely equally likely to happen.
1: Uh, and I think nowhere <laughs> is this uh, more evident than in this new phenomenon called <laughs> phenomenon. The Shocker! And I have to admit that I've I've avoided becoming phenomenalized or whatever they are. phenomenal listed or something. I don't know. <laughs> Phenomenal. I'm too busy. I'm too busy watching Gordon Ramsay. He's like the greatest.
3: Guy the
1: world, you know? <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want slap t- a ghost. I just want to <laughs> walk into a- any place, you know, like Gordon Ramsay, and says,
2: "You fucking tosser. <laughs> it's this all is not food. You'll kill somebody, <laughs> and then they'll haunt this place. <laughs> 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 That's it. We're cleaning the kitchen, getting rid of all the ghosts." <laughs> Light some fucking incense, you tosser. All
1: right, well. <laughs> so b- there's a big scandal about this show. Um, phenomenon. Phenomenon. Phenomenon is kind of like, how would you characterize it?
2: Uh, pablum?
3: It, it, it's supposedly sort of like a contest for... Magicians slash supernatural type people, mentalists.
2: Right, well, there's quite a few labels that go. With the these
1: la- this is the latest in the reality TV show. Who's the best of this? It's you know the, who's the next going to be the next Elvira? Who's going to be right. the next Iron Chef? Now it's the king of the it's, idiots. It's
3: American psychic. You idol. know
1: the next Apprentice. <laughs> uh, you know I don't. I mean they're scraping the barrel. Now it's the next phenomenon. Right. <laughs> so they're getting together all of these people that are. Basically, magicians, mentalists, illusionists,
2: supernaturalists, uh, supernaturalists, paranormalists. I had
1: no idea there were so many different little names for all these people.
2: Yeah, so, idiots. Basically. Yeah. Of course, who's the bigger idiot? the The guy who's up front, um, you know, telling you not to look behind the curtain, or the millions of people who tune in to watch it.
1: And uh, well, you gotta kind of hope they don't
2: totally buy into it,
1: but you never know. Anyway, it is most not, of these guys. Yeah. I guess they're. It's pretty obvious what they're doing and who they are, right? They're just they're uh, they're magicians. They're Charlatans. They're doing tricks.
3: Well, they're entertainers.
2: Ah, uh, entertainers. No, this is true. Well, presumably,
3: that's right. There, there's nothing wrong with performing illusions and magical tricks, right? That you call magical tricks. That. So
2: <laughs> and there's the rub. I think in this show.
3: So we've got
1: this guy and uh, Jim Callahan. Now mo- he claims that he's actually what. Will Well, wise girl, why don't you fill us in on what his story is?
3: Well, apparently uh, he has a spirit guide (laughs) named Raymond (laughs) who fills him in on, well, things that spirits know.
4: Ah,
2: like lottery tickets or, um, you know, who's going to win the Super Bowl?
3: Those are things I would want to be asking my spirit guide, but apparently (laughs) Raymond doesn't really follow the sports Ah. thing. Useless. Well, let's uh, let's
1: let's get a little taste of uh, this guy, and and uh, this is and this his, his performance buddy. on the show, where he uh, will explain what he did.
3: He provided a selection of uh, over a hundred objects, and uh, guest picker Raven Simone chose one of these objects, presumably without telling him which one she had chosen, <laughs> and sealed it in a box. His mission was to ask Raymond, "What's in the box?"
2: Ah, the classic question to ask your spirit okay. guide.
1: And uh, and he ri- what he does is he writhes around, right?
3: Uh, moans and writhes and uh, generally seems to be having some sort of spiritual seizure. <laughs> it's because it's it's hard work talking to the spirits. It's not it's not fun by any means. Oh, no. You have well, to be dedicated to do. Maybe that. he
2: needed more incense. Let's see what he has to say.
4: Raymond's writing in the mirror. It says, "Metal rectangle,
2: four wheels."
1: Boy, he's out of breath, huh? Yeah.
3: I told you it's hard work. Is it it's a spiritual yes, job.
2: It's metal, and it's rectangular
5: it has four wheels. Ladies.
0: thank you for the entertainment. I hope you enjoyed the entertainment I provided this evening.
4: And I hope it gives you something to remember for the rest of your lives.
2: I thank you. I totally appreciated the entertainment, man. You are awesome. (laughs) You're
5: probably the most controversial person here in the competition. What do you feel about the people that are non-believers who say that this isn't real?
1: (sighs) Hold on, I had to catch my breath. there.
5: Woo. Woo, whew.
1: Wise girl, you okay?
5: We should have
2: stretched. Shit. <laughs>
1: well, first I did was I, I hit the I clicked on play in YouTube <laughs> and then adjusted the volume.
2: <laughs> the resolution
3: was crazy. Okay. And the next thing, you know, Raymond made it all record
1: Let's. Let me see if I can muster up the strength so we can continue. Come on,
2: man, you gotta do it. I'm reaching for that mouse. Oh yeah, click it. I am also a skeptic.
5: This is America. I think people should make up their own minds on what they believe and what they think. So that's it. Well, let's see what Raven thinks. Raven, you seemed shocked again.
3: Uh, yes, I've been around that box the whole entire time. I picked it out. I have not seen one person pass by it or whatever and whatnot. The door was locked right by. I don't understand.
5: And no previous rehearsal or no, conversation?
3: No, not at all. Not at all. Not at
4: all.
5: Thank you very much. Okay, Uri, obviously a very physically demanding performance. What do you think?
1: That's Uri Geller. All right. The infamous mentalist, who was exposed by none other than our guest James Randi, like twenty years ago, right, sued him. I think did some nasty stuff, and he's still suing people yeah. on the internet,
2: unsuccessfully.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's claiming that he owns copyright of any video that's critical of him. Apparently,
2: <laughs> interesting.
1: So he's been he's been having. We, a we should
3: there. get in on that racket.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we have to be controversial But our, uh, again, there's a little plug for an up-and-coming show We've got a, a song that we're doing
2: Ooh.
1: That's about the paranormal Kind of making fun of it uh, <laughs> Which so,
2: really is all that you can do
1: And, and stay tuned for that We're going to debut it on the show It's not going to be this episode But it's going to be good um, So let's hear what Yuri Geller has to say about the phenomenon
6: uh, Jim, your display of supernatural powers is very controversial, but very convincing. I want to believe that there is a Raymond on the other side. Besides, there is a, a flare of honesty about you that brings credibility to what you say. Very interesting act. Chris, I, I, Was it, is that flare of honesty
2: him panting like a dog? <laughs> right. And when have you ever described an honest person by saying, You have such a flare of honesty? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think the key I'm here is... I'm putting that
2: in my online profile next. <laughs> I have a flair of honesty. <laughs> I'm flairfully honest.
3: The key phrase there, I think, was, I want to want believe. Want to
2: believe that there's a Raymond. Raymond, what? And really, it'd have to be true, because if you were lying, you would pick a totally better name for your spirit guide <laughs> than Raymond. <laughs> Raymond. Pick fucking Montezuma or uh, Kubla Khan, Or oh, Ramtha. Know? <laughs> yeah. It'd have to be old, though, if he's picking out uh, Metal Rectangle wheels,
3: and not car,
2: <laughs> which is so much easier to say. Car, it's just the one word.
1: All right, um, now we're we're gonna. I think uh, Chris Angel is gonna comment on this thing too. Now, Chris Angel, he he's got some interesting stuff going on here. He he seems to be one of the more rational people that kind of considers himself an entertainer. Well, does yeah, take he's this a
2: classical stuff. like a magician. Right. You know,
1: he just he does tricks. And we're gonna talk to James Randy about that. To where the distinction is between um, you know the supernatural buying into it and recognizing that you're an entertainer but um here's where here's what happens uh let's let's continue
5: i've just got to know you over the last couple of weeks but i can see you itching to say something here i just think it's comical quite
4: frankly um before i even move ahead here i'll invite ori and uh your friend raymond right now i have uh two envelopes here I will give you a million dollars of my personal money right now if either one of you can tell me specific details of what's... Now, don't tell me about the energy or that it's not okay, the right man, time. Okay, man, I'll but tell you tell what me I what, will what's tell in you, you right now. You tell me right now what's, it, what's in the envelope. I find you an ideological me, bigot. Me, That's what
1: an I- ideological bigot.
4: <laughs>
2: That's a great line. <laughs> it's true. Very means very little but sounds very powerful. An ideological. It, bigot. it works especially if you're panting because you've been talking. <laughs> to I mean, your isn't spirit. everybody an ideological
1: bigot? If you kind of are prejudiced against somebody else's ideas, I mean, yeah, some, certainly everybody's got to be well, not subscribed to, some to something. I,
3: yeah. I would think that it's not really much a sign of bigotry against psychic powers to ask someone to demonstrate their psychic powers. You would think y- so. you're kind of supporting them.
1: He's an irrational bigot. Maybe he's a rational bigot. <laughs>
4: Right
1: claim,
4: tell me what's, tell me what's in the envelope. You claim Tell me what's in the envelope. That you what's in
1: the Don't give see now they bleeped him out there.
4: Tell me what's in, in the envelope. Oh blah 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 blah
1: yeah, tell me, blow, blah. Tell, blah, blah. Me, tell,
4: tell blah, me what's in the envelope. Right here. You gotta you wonder if you this is staged.
1: They're oh. grabbing him and we pulling fast him fast all fast
4: around. Psychic Springer. It's a live show.
5: This is not planned. We'll see after the commercial break. This is not break. planned, but we're so happy
2: that it happened.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
2: Holy crap!
6: Applause. <laughs> if you were with the show before
5: the commercial break, uh, you'd be forgiven if think it was Jerry Springer. This is actually <laughs> phenomenon.
1: Much more credible. <laughs>
5: We're back, we're live. The debate rages on who will become the phenomenon. If you believe Jim Callahan should stay in the competition. Kind of stumbles call call 1866 345. Why
1: do you even need to call? Why don't you just direct your mental energy right.
2: to him? If you pick And, and you Raymond like, will, Randall or Raymond, right? Just think of a star in our direction. <laughs> If it's the other guy, think of, of some wavy lines <laughs> on a field of blue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, something like that. That would be a much better demonstration. Indeed.
2: <laughs> think 442 to your <laughs> <laughs> your local spiritual operator.
1: All right, now here's what, here's what um, Yuri Geller said. Uri. 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 Uh, oh, wait, uh, who cares? Whatever. Uh, oh, Uri. 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 Okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah, sort of. Here's what here's what he had to say. After I think after the show, when they realized this thing was going to become blown out of proportion, they, he has his comment well,
2: blown into proportion. Damn it! Okay,
1: here <laughs> well, here's what he was.
6: Uri had to say. I thought that Jim had that flare of honesty about him. Now I'm a huge believer in life after death. Come on, we all have a spirit and energy in us. Chris Angel can't tell me that there is no soul and that when we die, we don't go to the other side. There's no you cannot prove it and you cannot disprove it. It's a it's a thing of belief in you, in your heart, in your mind. If you're a spiritual person, I would say that you are a believer. Jim demonstrated something that is unexplainable to some. To some.
3: <laughs> Unexplainable to some who don't know how the trick works.
6: Right. <laughs> some that believe
1: he has an imaginary friend named Raymond. Or that
2: he just wants to make loads of money. Or that,
1: that dealing with Raymond, you know, exhausts him physically.
2: <laughs> it's like doing squats. <laughs> I mean, it's not Psychic like he,
1: he bent spoons or anything like that. You know, I mean, <laughs> okay.
2: Reading what's written in a mirror is apparently very difficult.
1: Now listen, uh, Uri... Gets into physics. I didn't. I had no idea that he was such an expert, but listen to him talk well, about... certainly
2: a metaphysics
3: Physics, <laughs> psychic. It, you just switch a couple of letters around there. The oh, yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. I had no idea, but listen. You know, maybe... I don't know. He uses devices, or, but at the end of the day, who are you or anyone to tell me that he's not being guided by this Raymond? Uh, maybe this is how... Raymond on the other side wants it to happen because Raymond's a dick. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what—he doesn't
3: I, want his friend to have a million dollars. <laughs>
1: I, I'll, I, I will step up and say I am the one to tell you, Mister
6: Geller, hmm. that uh, this is bullshit. Right. You know? right, well, let's get to the you physics.
2: Part. <laughs> it's in there. So, so
6: there are certain things that are unexplainable in the universe and uh, mysterious.
1: Therefore, let me t- Raymond did it.
6: Tell you something important. Put aside the mumbo jumbo. 1925, a man with curly hair writes an equation E equals MC square. Of course, it was Albert Einstein. And you know, we still don't understand that, what he said in that equation. <laughs>
1: Well, and he you don't. <laughs> and it was his curly hair that was the secret to the whole right. equation. It was too.
2: mystical and, and gave him divine <laughs> we, powers of. We uh, still don't understand E equals relative. MC squared. I think there are a bunch of people, you know, at, at uh, colleges across the country that probably might bristle at that statement, that,
3: uh, <laughs> and, and several more who really don't understand it. But oh, I'm I, not. I don't I'm claim not claim sure it's a, a universal mystery kind of thing, right. so much as a. Not very well educated kind of thing. Well, I think we've,
1: we've got two fallacies. He's two of the same fallacy where he kind of do, does this association thing where right. he says, you know, you can't prove there isn't a God. So, therefore, his imaginary friend Raymond is legitimate.
2: Right. And you don't understand quantum physics or special so relativity. So, therefore, you know. Therefore Raymond exists. Raymond exists. It all, it's a big circle. It always yeah,
1: comes back to Raymond. If you can't explain Einstein's theory of relativity, then
6: my spoon bending thing is real. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. You know, if I bang this, it looks to me solid. It feels solid, but it's not. Albert Einstein proved that everything in the universe is energy. We live in an ocean of motion. Everything vibrates. There's a frequency to everything. And he also proved that energy cannot be destroyed. Cannot.
2: Actually, I think I think Newton was the one with the energy not being destroyed, but yeah, you know, whatever. He's a he's a German or Eastern European mentalist. I, uh, actually,
3: I, I think Einstein proved that energy and matter are the same thing. Yeah. yeah, which you know, not the same thing as energy being eternal.
2: I think our heads would explode if we tried to work our way through. Uh, yeah, Mr. I don't Geller's think Einstein logic. was the first
1: one to come up with with some of that stuff. You
2: know. Now but by god or is going to use it to prove that Raymond wrote in a mirror in some <laughs> other in some plane. Well, let's
1: hear um uh, Chris Angel I when I first saw his show
2: it's I pretty thought, ridiculous. I mean, it is
1: ridiculous and it's kind of stupid, but it's refreshing to know that he recognizes that he's an entertainer. Yeah. And he apparently has a relationship with James Randi. So we'll ask we'll ask um Well, he knows of him about at least, it. but yeah, we definitely Well, uh, they they par- I I I'm I wouldn't be surprised if the two of them talk because
2: they are both have come from similar uh, I think, backgrounds.
1: I well, I think I've I've read stuff where James Randy might have talked to him and said, "Look, if you're going to be on this show, you know, don't don't fuel don't the over. fire of these yeah.
2: these people." And he certainly appeared not to uh, in that instance. Yeah, and
1: now here's what uh, Chris Angel has to say about the uh, situation.
4: Well, look, I'm not here to uh to 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 rip him um you know, for the sake of ripping him. I just have a real big problem um, with people that go out there and claim uh, to have some ability that's beyond trickery. Um, I've done 900 demonstrations and I've never claimed to have supernatural psychic ability. I've been hired by the producers of the show to give my honest assessment based on my knowledge in the arts. And uh, when I see somebody using trickery, you know, things that I did when I was 14 years old and then trying to pass it off as, you know, some psychic ability he or he's a medium, he he's talking 14. to the dead. You know, it's a bunch of bull and I'm not going to stand for that. And I asked him a very, very simple question.
1: Can you believe they bleeped at him saying bullshit? I would have loved, you know, I need that for my show there.
4: <laughs> you know what? There's if you're claiming Christ to Angel. have this ability and Uri, if you're claiming to have this ability, you know, here is two envelopes that are in my hand. Tell me specific details of what's in the envelopes, and forget about the two hundred
1: fifty thousand. You know what? I could take an educated guess of what's in the envelope. I'm sure I'd say some condoms, <laughs> <Probably>. square metal, <laughs> some wheels. condoms, a couple of phone numbers,
3: <laughs>
2: a giant check from the producers of right. Phenomenon.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, like a a. a a valet parking ticket, maybe? Hate um, mail from the governor of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll give you a million dollars of my own cash if you can do that. And you know what? If you can also do that, why don't you tell us where Bin Laden is? Why don't you tell us about Ooh. 9-11 on 9-10? If you're an American citizen, citizen, that would be treason. It's all a bunch of uh, claims that are taking advantage. A lot of people out there go to people to know about their, their travesty of losing a loved one. And they go to people to supposedly connect to their past loved one. And what these people are doing is just taking their money. And, and, and doing nothing more than cold reading and just doing things that I've done, like I said, since I was a kid. And, you know, I, lo- that,
1: that, I think that sums up where the real conflict is and oh, one of totally. the reasons why
4: these people are really kind
1: of pissed off. Where,
2: where it actually hurts. Like, you know, to entertain is one thing, but where it actually hurts people. But I love how he tied it in to, you know, like, where is Bin Laden? If you're a psychic, hell yeah, you should be able to be, point to a map and be like, yep, yep, he's in that, you know, he's right over there. Um just like uh, Mr. Uh, Callahan did with uh, saying that he was also a skeptic and that this is America and you could believe whatever you want to believe just to try and tie it into some bizarro patriotism. Just, ugh.
1: Well, uh, you know, one of the interesting things is he talks about how these these psychics, these people that claim they have special powers, are taking advantage of people. And... um, uh I guess another example that I just learned about recently is this field called facilitated communication. And maybe Wise Girl can fill us in on on what this what the deal is with this facilitated communication thing. Uh
3: well basically it's um a let's call it pseudo scientific <laughs> uh attempt to help uh people, often children who can't communicate themselves uh because they are autistic or mentally retarded, uh, they, they do not have the power of speech. And the idea is that the facilitated communicator helps them to select items on a keyboard to express what they want to say. Uh, but since they can't speak, how do we know that what they are telling us is what the person actually wants right, to say. Right, this is just
1: like the the horse whisper, the dog whisper, right? You know, the, it's like the dog it's like psychic. clever
3: Hans the horse, uh, you know, where You're the basic, horse could do math problems. Well,
1: you could just say, you know, I sense I uh, sense your little young Timmy is hungry, <laughs> you know. But apparently, this and you is you
3: give him a cookie and he eats it. So wow, it must work.
1: Holy th- this shit. is a big problem because obviously they're preying on people that want to make some kind of connection with their children who have issues with communicating. And, um, the
3: the the whole the whole area of autism is just ripe for this kind of of trickery uh, because the parents want so desperately to be able to reach their children uh, there are all sorts of special diets and special treatments and special training programs some of which might actually work but the parents are desperate enough that. They will try just about anything, and they don't necessarily need a whole lot of proof.
1: And there's not, I guess, there's not really a whole lot of regulation of this. All of this uh, supernatural mumbo jumbo.
2: I would, I'd be willing to bet there was absolutely none. Yeah,
1: we'd like to welcome uh, James Randy to the show. First off, I was um, surfing your website, and I noticed something on the website, and maybe you can clarify what it is. Uh, What's a woo woo?
0: Well, it's something, frankly, that we're trying to get into the vocabulary, and it's uh, increasingly being circulated when you... Uh, I do a Google on it every now and then, and uh, the term is uh, beginning to be picked up. We mean anything that's uh, highly unlikely to be true and smacks of superstition or mythology or uh, pseudoscience. Uh, doubtful things, in other words.
1: Is there any kind of uh, source for the actual word Woo?
0: Well, I've always used uh, woo-woo to describe this sort of thing over the years, and I've heard other people use it, and it's been generally understood when I've used it, so I thought it should become part of the language. And if you use it enough and get it around, uh, Webster eventually will look around and say, hey, here's a new word, and they'll stick it in their dictionary, and that would be um, very satisfactory for
2: us. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Um, so last we heard, there was this... this uh, speaker cable manufacturer who had like a, some very expensive cables for several thousand dollars that they were claiming um, really improved fidelity and uh, they, y'all were talking about a challenge and they were going to um, actually put their speaker cables where their uh, marketing claims are, right? Mm-hmm. And um, what's the status of that?
0: Well, the company is the, the Pear, P-E-A-R, uh, cable company and uh, they have a uh, particular set of cables. I think they're something like $7,000. I've forgotten now. <laughs> and um, these are just speaker cables, 10-foot cables that lead from your amplifier to your speakers. Now, that seems to be a simple connection to me. It's uh, After all, it's low voltage that's getting in there. It's a uh, signal which can be aggravated and added to and subtracted from and deteriorated if you don't have Efficient conductivity in the wires, that is a lack of uh, resistance and impedance uh, in the the wires. But uh, ordinary zip cord usually takes care of that. And by zip cord, I mean cord that you use to wire up electric appliances. Now, um, low-gauge zip cord won't do this properly. Um, And you might be able to tell the difference because there is a certain amount of resistance in that. But in all cases, uh, such things as Monster Cable, it's a big company that makes uh, uh, very good uh, cable, uh, speaker cables and other uh, different uh, gimmicks that are used in the audio business as well, and uh, moderately priced, like $50 or so uh, speaker cables, which I think is overpriced uh, at that, uh, even uh, though it's it's supposed to be... uh, high-grade cable. It's nothing but glorified uh, zip cord, uh, high-gauge zip cord. And uh, again, it can the, the zip cord can pick up all kinds of interferences, uh, RF interference and uh, various inductive interferences and uh, effects like that. But after all, we're listening to it with a pair of human ears, and the ears are... Uh, wonderful devices but they're not all that accurate. If you put some instruments on the thing I'm sure you would be able to find that a more expensive cable does a better job of conducting the signal but not so that the ear can tell the difference. Maybe now your the, dog the can whole tell. audio <laughs> business is, is rifled with people who we call audio fools rather than audio <laughs> files uh, who buy all kinds of expensive things. I just put something up on the web page uh, yesterday as a matter of fact about switch plates.
1: Oh, we saw that. That's just unbelievable.
0: Well, not switchblade. This should be called receptacle plates, actually, uh, for the walls that sell for $30 a piece. Uh. And audiophiles, audio fools, Mm. will actually buy these things. And it says that every uh, outlet in the audio room, that is the room where you're listening to your music or watching your TV, should be equipped with this. They're ordinary pieces of plastic. They're no different from any other 29-cent uh, plate that you would buy at Home Depot, for example. But they sell for $30. Wow. So these people are using their imagination. And one of them that's using his imagination, I think, is the president of the um, Para cable Company. Now, maybe he thinks he can tell the difference between his cables and glorified zip cord, but I don't think so. Well, he dropped out right away. He decided that he wouldn't supply a set of these expensive cables for testing purposes, and uh, gee, I thought that would be the end of it because I'm not about to buy them, that's for sure. And but this gentleman, Michael Framer, who is with Stereophile magazine, who have committed all kinds of other nonsense in the, in the field.
1: How did he characterize those cables? He uh, there was something very amusing uh, he said about them. That, that they were delicious or something.
0: <laughs> yes, he, he said they were they were danceable. 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 Uh, (laughs) Come on. Uh, Cables are danceable? Well, that's his use of language. It's colorful, all right. Uh, I forgive him for for that rather bad uh, uh, metaphor. But uh, nonetheless, uh, that's what he used. And he said that he could tell the difference. I said, gee, I don't think so. He said, oh, well, I'll take you up on your million-dollar offer. Now, the reason that we've extended the million-dollar offer to uh, audio cables is something that we want to show that people have very bad judgment when it comes to ascertaining whether or not they have certain sensibilities unless they do the tests in a double blind fashion now framer claims that he's done this before okay i don't think he has or if he has done it i think he either got lucky or he didn't do it the test properly because it's generally agreed in the audio field among people who really know that you cannot tell the difference between now another set of cables that's uh, selling for forty-two thousand dollars, but of course now we found out that some of those cables are not just ordinary cables. They've got uh, all kinds of little uh, transformers and circuitry in them, hmm. built into them. So that's not eligible for uh, for the test because uh, we're we're not testing uh, circuits. We're testing simple lead cables that go from the amplifier to the speakers. That's Super all. Comfort. Directly. So that's what we're testing. And the state of the thing is right now that uh, we, we're at an impasse. We're waiting for Mr. Framer to respond to see what he uh, will say about uh, whether or not he can get a set of these cables. And we're talking about the Pair Anjou cables now. That's the specific set of cables that we've offered the challenge for. And we're waiting to see whether Mr. Farmer is going to come up with a set of these cables, whether he buys them, borrows them, steals them. Uh, I don't care. Maybe he finds them in the trash someplace or somebody (laughs) threw them out. I'm not too sure where he'll get them. But in any case, as soon as he gets them, we will do the test.
1: Ah, that's um. So, so your contention is that these people really don't believe what they're saying. It's just no, 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 no.
0: I I, I think that they do believe that what they're saying, but they're self-deluded. Now, self-delusion is very easy. As a magician, I know very well that my audiences, uh, if they're sitting there watching the magic show or either watching me do some uh, trick or stunt or whatever, an illusion of some kind, that they will fool themselves easier than I can fool them. I allow them to make assumptions as we go along, and what they assume from their own sensory input is much stronger to them than anything that I would tell them because they will say, oh, he's a professional deceiver. He would lie to me. So I let them find out for themselves. Actually, they're finding out wrong information. The magician, after all, is very, very honest. He says, I'm going to fool you. And then he goes right ahead and does it. And the people don't know how they've been fooled. Or in some cases, they don't know if they've been fooled.
1: Okay. So... um that, which which brings us to another series of questions that I wanted to ask you about uh, this this show phenomenon, which I guess you're paying close attention to, and there's lots of little mini scandals involving some of the contestants and some of the judges. Mm-hmm. And I know one of your favorite people on the planet is on this show, and I'm sure you're probably wondering whether this is more evidence there is no God, right, that Uri <laughs> Geller, <laughs> Geller gets up there. Um I'm I'm curious. What's your take on phenomenon? You're paying attention to it, so uh, do you, are you amused by it, or does it disturb you?
0: Oh, I'm I'm rather dismayed by it. It's just another one of these talent shows, and uh, what uh, Uri Geller and Chris Angel are doing there is they're supposed to be giving opinions uh, as each uh, act performs as to whether or not the act was uh, was competent and uh, was effective and such, and. Uh, Geller said he loves everybody. No matter if they came out there and they floundered and failed completely, he'd still love them. He's like the Paula Abdul, huh? Yes, (laughs) exactly. His expression is uh, mind-blown. Oh, my mind was blown. Wait a minute. Um, Oh. Oh, I've got uh, an interruption here. Uh, hmm. I'll have to take this call. Excuse me for one second. Okay, I've got my new iPhone here, you see. Oh, nice! And uh, this is a. Uh, I thought
1: you would not be one of these people that had to jump on the latest kind of thing.
0: Well, Apple gave it to me. Oh. <laughs> nice. What can you do? I, I have to be gracious and accept these gifts, of course. And uh,
2: I wish I had that problem.
0: Well, it's a it's a lovely instrument, I can tell you that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, let's get back in business here. Certainly, mind blowing, you're saying. Indeed,
1: indeed. Um, uh, so we're we're talking about phenomenon and. Um, you were telling us your take on that show
0: oh yes um, now it, it appears that Geller just essentially does nothing. They're only using his name and I think that the uh, the NBC producer was uh, perhaps a little uh, poorly informed uh, as to what Geller's power is in this country now. Uh, he's lived in England for years now and uh, he may have moved to England to get away from me, I don't know, but I go to England every now and then so probably they are going to have to start the filters going at the airport. I'm, I'm sure, sure he senses
1: when you're there, too. <laughs> In any
0: case, uh, Gellert looks like uh, as if he's doing really nothing there. He's just oohing and awing and uh, having his mind blown, his favorite expression. <laughs> kind of
1: like Paul uh, <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, left and right, he he just can't. There are these wonderful things that are happening. Of course, he's very well aware. He's a magician. He's a conjurer. He knows what the methods are. <laughs> and now he's doing a strange thing. Uh, it started with this program, as a matter of fact. YouTube has got a lot of Geller exposure material up there, and if you go to our website, we'll be happy to show it to you. as That's I'm Randy sure you, got you might have expected. But the point is that he doesn't have any more tricks that have not been exposed, and he has such a small repertoire. In any case, he's what we call a three-trick pony, and this stuff is on YouTube. Now, I think Geller has realized that he's got to back down from his position of saying, I've never been a conjurer, I've never been a magician, I don't know how to do tricks, and I will never do tricks, etc., etc. He said this for the last 30 years. But now I think he's in a position where he has to back down from that because the tricks have been exposed, and they're obviously tricks. Um, But he can't do that. He can't do that simply because he has cost a lot of academics a lot of credit uh, academic credit by fooling them they believed him they decided to trust him and he fooled them and uh, he led them astray and and now he's he's cost a lot of institutional money to be spent investigating the so-called Geller effect of bending spoons and whatnot Da-da. <laughs> but uh, I, I think he's going to have a hard time explaining that but I think he's trying to find a way to back out
1: Chris Angel from the looks of the show appears to be more on the side of rationalism.
0: Oh, very much. Very um, much. Uh, I've known Chris for many, many years, many years back. Uh, I guess at least 10 or 12 years. Oh, it must be more than that now. And, uh, yes, he's always been a rationalist. Uh, he doesn't make claims on his show that he has psychic powers. Uh, he wouldn't do that. He's uh, very much on the side of the angels when it comes uh, to this particular <laughs> aspect of uh of not being a claimant to supernatural powers, uh, and I respect him for that. He certainly came out against the fellow, what was his name? Um, Jim Call- um, Callahan. Callahan, yes, I'd forgotten. <laughs> Sorry. Showed what kind of an impression he made on me. Um, <laughs> this fellow Callahan, who was writhing and and groaning and carrying on in the chair there. He was obviously trying to give the impression that he was speaking this, with the spirit of some person we never heard of before, <laughs>
2: right.
0: and that that person would tell him what object was was selected at random by somebody in the audience. I, I, I've forgotten what that whole... Yeah,
1: we played it earlier. Um, it, it, we got it's it's almost line.
0: indecipherable. You can't figure out why he's doing this. Certainly, he ruined the chair, I'm sure, and probably a <laughs> pair of pants at the same time. <laughs> But uh, he got his comeuppance, uh, uh, Angel sat into him, and quite rightly so. And uh, my, my applause to uh, Chris Angel is uh, rather loud.
1: Is there some kind of epic battle brewing between these paranormalists and the illusionists?
0: Because... Yeah, well, but the point is that, uh, let's get a definition going here. A mentalist is in the trade. This is the definition of a mentalist, is a magician who appears to be performing using mental powers. Now, they they don't make any bones about this, that people like Banachek, for example, uh, and then Darren Brown, they make it very plain that they are not using paranormal or psychic or supernatural powers. They say that repeatedly, and they make sure that it's very clear to their audiences that that's what their their stance is. So um, when the mentalists perform, I have every bit of respect for mentalists. As a matter of fact, uh, uh a, a couple of the performers, and uh, I guess I shouldn't name them specifically, a couple of the performers on Phenomenon have been very good. They've presented some mind-boggling, oh, there I go, <laughs> a, a mind-blowing stuff. Yeah, they really did. They performed very, very well, I think. And um, I, I my hat's off to them. They, they did good mentalism, but they did not claim that they had supernatural powers.
1: And they didn't huff and puff like they'd blown one of the little... Pigs houses down. So there's definitely a difference. And what what, what is a paranormalist, then, or a psychic? Uh, how do you make that distinction?
0: Well, uh, the paranormalist will... Well, it depends what you mean by paranormalist. If you're talking about a scientist who is a parapsychologist, that's a different matter altogether. But uh, someone who claims paranormal powers is being dishonest. And uh, magicians are the most honest people in the world. As, as my friend Jamie Swiss has said so many times, they're so honest, they tell you, I'm going to fool you, and then they do. But they tell you up front that what they're doing is deception. But they do it for purposes of entertainment, and that, in, in my estimation, is completely forgivable. You're telling people, is just like an actor, uh, a movie actor or a play actor or whatever, or on television. You don't really believe, for example, that David Carverfield cut somebody in half with a buzzsaw, and then restores her into one piece again. I don't think you really believe that. I hope you don't, but if, if you do, you're mentally challenged, or judgmentally challenged, perhaps. Um, I think that you you know very well that these people are doing tricks. They're performing illusions. The fact that you don't know how they do them doesn't make them paranormal. It doesn't make them supernatural.
1: No, um, I saw a show recently called Breaking the Magician's Code where yeah. they oh, yeah. revealed these tricks. Mm-hmm. Now, you expose paranormal claims on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's fair game to expose uh, illusionist tricks?
0: I don't think so because people make an honest living using these things. This is very much like finding a nice girl that you're interested in, and you you take up a romance with her and everything, and then you go and tell everybody at work exactly what happened the night before. (laughs) It's it's not very gentlemanly, I would say. And certainly it can destroy the the person's reputation. And in the case of the magicians, if their secret is out, they just can't do that trick again uh, until considerable time has passed and people have forgotten about what they... The solution to it was, usually the solution is very simple, as you saw in, the, in that show. Um, the the secret, is, or pardon me, the, the beauty of the performance is not in the secret. It's in the persona of the person who performs. It's very much like a song. Two different people can sing a song, or an operatic area, for example, and it'll be totally different because it depends on the skill of the performer. And that's what people go to see. They don't go to see uh, David Copperfield's Saga on 2 with a buzzsaw, that's part of it, but they go to see David Copperfield. Basically, that's who they go to see.
1: Mm-hmm. This was the first time I saw that show, and I was really blown away by how sophisticated and, in some ways, and how simple some of the tricks were.
0: Yeah, oh, indeed. That, that's, that's something magicians learn right off the bat, of course. Uh, first thing you find out is, gee, that's not too difficult a principle after all, but then it's what you do with it. A toothbrush is a very, very simple instrument. Uh, no moving parts. <laughs> Very simple. Anyone can make one or buy one and use them, but using it properly takes a certain amount of skill, and you get that with practice.
1: Do you think we're getting more or less rational over time? I mean, we, we'd we like to think that we're more rational than people in the Middle Ages, the age of superstition, but do you think that there's a long-term trend away from superstition and magical thinking, or is it something more cyclical? Well, where I'm afraid that it
0: seems to be getting worse uh, because of the new methods of communication we have. We have the internet, which can be and is very, very powerful when it's used properly, but it's also very powerful when it's used poorly. So we can get a lot of information, but we've got to be able to sort through that information and uh, evaluate that information. Is it real data? Uh, yes or no? Now, making that decision is not always easy. That's that's the big problem with these... Uh, Uh, bits of communication that come through to to us and the information channels via which it arrives. You've got to be very, very careful. Uh, When printing was developed, oh, that was a wonderful design. Oh, it's marvelous. Books don't cost what they used to cost at all. And now many people more can have books. Now, not everybody could, of course, but many more people had books available to them because they can be printed rather than written out word for word and letter for letter. And it also cuts down on the number of errors that will be in the books. Uh, But then the misinformation went out there, too, the same way as it has happened with the Internet. And with the Internet, with the computer age, we have such an easy source of information. This morning on on this uh, new iPhone, I looked up my property by typing in the address, and I saw an aerial picture of my property. Wow, wow. Satellite pictures showed the exact layout of my house, and I I was just astonished. I knew this through Google, and the Google system is on the the iPhone. But uh, the fact that on my telephone, I can get get a picture of somebody's property out of the foundation where I sit at this very moment, uh, that's astonishing. But at the same time, you've got to make sure this information is legitimate.
1: Right, right.
2: But it seems like there's still that our willingness to be deceived, because just as there is a lot of information, a lot of uh, pair speaker cables and whatnot, uh, there's just as much information about how these claims are false. Oh, yeah. And so this, it seems that there always has to be that human
0: element for, I guess, world Yeah, do
1: you of, think that uh, it does, that part of this is a kind of a supply and demand that uh, humanity oh, yeah. has a need
0: to want it's to... It's always supply and demand. That's what it's all built on, of course. And people not only want to believe the woo-woo stuff... They need to believe it, and that's the, the word that you must always use when you refer uh, to this matter. They need it to be true. They need there to be an afterlife, or they say, what's the use of living? I might as well just go and sit in the corner and die. Uh, no, I, I think that's not the right solution. I would think that perhaps making uh, uh, yourself useful for the time that you are here uh, in this existence, uh, that would be a grand idea. That's what I do every day, and I find it very rewarding. But people uh, want woo-woo. They want uh, uh, false beliefs. And uh, the crazier they are, the more they will believe them. By the way, I can sell you some receptacle plates for the wall.
1: <laughs> Only 30 bucks a piece.
0: Yes. I have to have those. Well, they're, they're two for 55 so yeah. I'd order a pair of them. <laughs>
1: I'd hate to see what the screws cost for that thing. Ah,
0: you forgot to ask about yeah. that, yes.
1: Do you think there's there's any benefit to believing in the supernatural, or is it just the, the pandering people have a need to feel that there's something larger
0: than they Oh, are? it can be fun. It can be fun. Uh, but not to, to really believe in it, but it can be fun. I, I have a wonderful time with uh, uh, with movies and such. I go to see uh, movies like Star Wars, but I don't believe these people are actually fighting in space with ray guns. I don't believe that. <laughs> but some people may. I'm not sure. The, the point is you've got to take fantasy for what it is and enjoy it for what it is. It, it's... it's uh, It's Alice in Wonderland. It's Puss in Boots. It's all of these things that we used to have as kids, and they're of a bygone age now. Children, I guess, aren't as entertained by these things, I would hope, by Alice in Wonderland, because that's a great story. But the point is, we have to get some realism in our lives. We really have to get it going for us, because that's the way the world operates, and that's what's going to help us in the long run. Fantasy is okay in its place, but let's get real.
1: Right, right. Well, let me ask you um, one, one final question here. If you could wave a magic wand and make one field of uh, the paranormal disappear, what would it be?
0: It would be the, the faith-healing uh, aspect. Uh, and that, that is a paranormal claim, yes, that by uh, invocation of mysterious heavenly powers, angels, and whatnot— Uh, that you can heal people. I think that 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 kills more people every year than any belief in uh, in telepathy or flying saucers or any such thing. Uh, And uh, it's something that really should be put a stop to. They tried to put Popoff, Peter Popoff, out of business some years ago. I did it on the Carson Show, and he went out of business. He declared bankruptcy. Now, that was a false declaration of bankruptcy. I'm very sure of that uh, from internal information that I've been able to obtain. The point is, that he's back in business and making more money than when he was exposed on the Carson show. So people not only want to believe, they need to believe, and they need nonsense. And I think that's a great pity.
1: I want to thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us. The website is uh, www.randi.org. That's R-A-N-D-I. Do you have any other uh, websites or other projects that you've got going?
0: No, that's our only website, and it's uh, updated regularly every week. Uh, Thursday night at midnight or Friday morning, we update the the webpage uh, all over the world, and it's all archived, so you can go into the little search box at the upper right there and click in any subject that your little heart needs to know about. And uh, whether you want to believe in it or not, it's discussed there, I'm sure.
1: Well, that's great. Well, I want to thank you very much for for taking the time to chat with us.
0: Well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll hope to hear from you again.
1: And here we are, the end of another episode It was danceable It was danceable, <laughs> it yeah was
3: definitely danceable.
1: <laughs> And we're not even charging you $7,000 for it either <laughs> Although we will, if, if you, you want If you send
3: it, we will take it.
1: it We'll have a special high bandwidth version for you audio files out there <laughs> Gold
2: plated MP3 8 million K bits or whatever Your ears will be blown away Yes, absolutely. Mind blown
1: Well, um, we want to thank James Randy for uh, coming on the show and uh, remember, his, his website is www.randy with an i, um, like the all-seeing eye.org. <laughs> dot, dot and uh, don't forget our website, it's www.bsalert.com. Woo-hoo. And you'll always be able to find all the podcasts at podcasts.bsalert.com.
3: Or on iTunes.
1: Or on iTunes. Yes, we are on iTunes. I'd Yay. like to find out how, if we can figure out how many subscribers we have. But if you go to podcast.bsalert.com, there's links to iTunes, uh, to all different kinds of stuff. There's even a little feature where you can be emailed whenever a new show comes out with a link straight to the show. So you can take advantage of that. And we've got also a page of little things that you can embed in your MySpace or your YouTube or your Facebook.
2: Uh. Or whatever the kids are using nowadays. <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> you know, little little. Applets, uh, whatever you call them, uh, web dingleberries that you can <laughs> plug in there. <laughs> Do magical things. It'll, not magical uh, it's, it'll make your computer sound a million percent better. We'll beam it right into your mind. Yes, yes. So, again, thanks for listening, and until the next show, we'll see you.